This is the ElectionWise podcast from Minnesota Public Radio News. I'm Molly Bloom. And I'm Curtis Gilbert. Every week we take a question about elections past and present. We get the questions from you, our beloved listeners. And we go in search of an answer. This week we got a question about one of my favorite topics, polling. It comes from Ian Summers, who listens to ElectionWise as he drives to work in Fairfax, Virginia. I've heard that there's this ongoing trend called the Bradley Effect, where white voters will tell pollsters that they will vote for a black candidate However, on election day and in the anonymity of a voting booth, they'll actually vote for their white opponent. I'm wondering if this is going to impact Barack Obama's chances in this upcoming presidential election. The Bradley effect was named after the late Tom Bradley, who served as mayor of Los Angeles for 20 years. He retired from politics in 1993 and spoke often about building bridges between the black and white communities. Racism is America's greatest evil. We in Los Angeles must be the first to slay that demon. The Bradley effect refers to an election 10 years earlier. That was when Bradley tried to run for governor of California. Can we get University of Washington social psychologist Tony Greenwald on the phone to help us explain this? Bradley was ahead in the polls going up to the election and looked to be a fairly confident winner by several percent turned out that he narrowly lost the election. Since then, Bradley effects have been demonstrated in other elections as well. When you have two candidates... One white and one black. Polls often over-predict a black candidate's share of the vote. Why does that happen? Some have speculated that the cause of the Bradley effect is poll respondents lying to the pollster. That theory goes that people say they'll vote for a black candidate when they know perfectly well they'd never do that in a million years. Like that one 30 Rock episode where the Tina Fey character Liz Lemon is ticking off all her dirty little secrets. There is an 80% chance in the next election that I will tell all my friends I am voting for Barack Obama, but I will secretly vote for John McCain. I don't find that very plausible because I think people who participate in polls have already agreed to describe their views and they're probably trying to present their views accurately. What does Professor Greenwald find more plausible? The explanation I prefer is that many people who are called, even in the last week before a vote, haven't yet made up their mind. But when a pollster calls, Greenwald thinks there might be a subtle psychological pressure to appear decisive. He's a social psychologist, remember? So even though the voters are still undecided, they blurt out a preference anyway. And that's not the only pressure Greenwald suspects is at work during a telephone poll. And I think one of the influences operating on a response is the desire not to appear to be racially biased. So in an effort to appear not racist, Professor Greenwald hypothesizes some poll respondents overcompensate. Meaning some white voters who are really undecided say they intend to support a black candidate. Then at some point between getting off the phone and stepping into the voting booth, they actually make up their minds. And some of the white people who said they were supporting the black candidate end up going for the white candidate. Greenwald stresses this is just a theory. It is an intriguing one, though. But Ian Summers wanted to know what all this Bradley effect stuff portends for the presidential election. We've obviously never had a national election where one of the presumptive nominees is black. But we have had plenty of polls in primary elections this year. And lots of the polls were way What was happening in the Democratic primaries is that about half of the states that had open Democratic primaries had polling errors of about 8% or more in predicting the percentage gap between Obama and Clinton. In states that had high white populations, polls tended to overpredict Obama's edge. Classic Bradley effect. But in a number of states that had high black populations, the opposite happened. States in which Obama's vote was underpredicted are South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, and Virginia. Greenwald calls it the reverse Bradley effect. And I call it the... I failed now.
Bradley effect spelled backwards? You got it. Greenwald's theory is the same. He doesn't think black poll respondents lied when they said they planned to vote for Clinton. He thinks they were just undecided. They didn't want to appear like they were supporting Obama just because he was black. But by the time primary day rolled around, they decided to support him after all. So come election day, Professor Greenwald expects to see the Bradley effect at play. But he also expects to see the... I failed now. Or reverse Bradley effect. States with high white population, low black population, I will not be surprised to see polls overestimating Obama's support and the reverse in states with relatively high black population. It's just one more reason to be wary of using polls to predict election results. So that's just about it for this edition of the ElectionWise podcast. Just one more thing. Yeah? I can't believe this 30 Rock episode is actually already out on DVD. What do you mean? Well, Tina Fey was talking about choosing between Barack Obama... Barack Obama? ...and John McCain... John McCain. But they've only been the likely nominees for a few months now. Actually, that episode is from season one. It came out in spring of 2007. I'm getting a little creeped out. I wonder what other secret messages Tina Fey is sending us. This has been the ElectionWise podcast. If you have a question about the election, the candidates, or the issues, it would be our pleasure to answer it for you. But we're not psychic like Tina Fey. You have to send it to us. It's a lot of fun to do. Go to minnesotapublicradio.org, find the programs menu, and click ElectionWise. You can also phone in your question, 651-228-4844. Special thanks this week to Tony Greenwald from the University of Washington and... Did our editor, Mike Mulcahy, do anything this week? Does saying Bradley affect backwards count? I failed now. It'll have to. For Minnesota Public Radio News, I'm Molly Bloom. And I'm Curtis Gilbert. Is that good? It's only good when people listen. But if people don't listen to it, then it's no good.